Hey, what's going on there, Dick Licks? Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Check yourself before you riggedy wreck yourself. It's been brought to my attention that there has been a little malfunction in my podcasting strategy, which is to say that uh, as I drive around and feel like I'm accomplishing so much and recording good stuff, I will periodically press this little stop button that I see at the bottom of my phone. When I do that, I'm running into the store, maybe it's Lowe's, maybe it's a farmer's market, and there's little experiences that I have that I feel might be newsworthy, might be some sort of story that will develop, and so I'll just, you know, stop, run in for, in most case, a minute or so, I go to Lowe's, it could be a half hour or more, um, and then something happens, so I press, I press stop, I press start again, and there's a malfunction in the way that the podcast is strung together, so that's not good. Yesterday I did about a 40-minute podcast, and I, as I, wrote, as I um, recounted my thoughts and ran various errands, and I guess it sounded fucked up. So the second time I've heard about shit like this, I'm sure it's happened many more times. So I guess I'm going to have to abbreviate my podcast. So I want to tell you some things, just some updates. You know, it was a couple weeks ago, Saturday, a week ago Saturday, my friend Emily got... Um, who's been engaged for the last year or so, and together with her her man, Scott Weiss, they got married on a beautiful Saturday, blue skies, a lot of love standing around, support, it was wonderful. I was in the wedding, and it was very special, the energy, the, just the, the people came together around this couple, a lot of good people. Characters as there always are, and despite some of these characters and the concern for anyone, if you ever got married or been to a wedding and you think about all the crazy people you have in, in between the two families, it's crazy, man. Some are reserved, some are extroverted, some are judgy, some are cool, um, some get hammered, some sit at the table and fucking look at their food and don't do shit, they leave early, you know, some get on the dance floor, and some, I don't know, fucking pick their nose or whatever, so you wonder why even inviting these people, anyway, that story's for Emily to tell, for my observations, and the Oberst 4 top, we had a great time, met a lot of really nice people, and we're honored to have been included in this day, and Emily's back tonight, she's been away for the last week in Mexico with on her honeymoon. So I'm very happy to have her back and to have been a part of this special day and she is now Emily Weiss. So I'm going to hear all about it tonight. We'll be reunited, get some good energy going and healthy balance. Angie held down the fort with me all last week and everything went well. <clears throat> and uh, last week I had a little bit of a moment you know, am I allowed to have a moment? I had a little bit of a... Yeah, the beginning of the week wasn't fucking going as I thought it would go. I started, as I do every week, with the best of intentions, with a workout with my buddy Mike, with uh, organization and preparation for a busy week, and I showed up, and it was just one of those days, maybe it was Monday, it just, shit wasn't going right. And so I became 
you know, maybe the schedule fell apart, something like that. I was very anxious. I became very anxious. And for a guy who does all the, oh, look at that lady in my rearview mirror. She's pulling her dog on a leash. It was seated and would not move. I saw her leaning into the, the leash, trying to get him going. <laughs> Rainy day. Passing Franconia Park. So, but the guy who's always, uh, you know, waxing philosophical about, uh, you know, motivational philosophy. This is the Making Motivation Podcast. It is my aim, my objective, my life's work to put smiles on faces and, uh, and fire under the asses of the masses. I did not feel like I was that cheery, happy, um, ambitious guy. I just felt like, you know, despite all of my hard work, things were just not going the way that, that I wanted them to. And so I had to look at things, you know, and there was nothing wrong, really. I mean, nothing that hasn't happened a million times before. I just found myself in a moment. <clears throat> I think that I was very excited it was a very busy week leading up to the wedding and then for the nuptials, being in it, I'm showing up early, staying late, wearing my best, you know, in a, you know, all done up in a damn tuxedo. It was a lot of excitement for me. As I said, I'm glad I did it, but it was... Um, on Sunday, I was kind of like a mess, just tired, partied out, and ready to just whatever. And then the week hit me, and things weren't going right, and I just kind of had a little panicky moment. So I went home, and I examined myself, my mind, tried to step outside of my mind, and my mind kept running, and I couldn't sleep. And I'm trying to do everything I possibly could, all the right things, proper food, proper rest, you know, tried to mellow out, took some walks, and I just kind of shut down for a day or two. Um, I made it through the week, I kicked ass, you know, we ended on a high note, I didn't have any commitments this past weekend, and it rained us out, so I'm cool with that. So, I've talked before about the highs and lows that we all experience, you know. Think about a graph rising and falling. Everybody's familiar with the market. And the market has been going down, 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 you know. In response to the sentiment out there, you know, some things that are happening on a world scale. We've got wars underway. You know, we've got hurricanes striking uh, Florida coast. We've got inflation. We've got... <clears throat> coming out of a pandemic, all these things. You know, the, the fuel shit, there's been a million different problems lately, and it just, it makes, usually makes things tank. It ruins consumer confidence that people aren't there buying and spending as they normally would, and then it's just a mess. So you watch that graph fall, but you have to have confidence if you believe in this thing, this democratic experiment we call America and the wider world and the fact that it's in people's nature to want to grow their societies and their 
everybody wants the the same things on some level, right? Then you know it's going to rebound. Things are going to rebound, but, you know, it's scary. Scary times right now, but... So that's what happens with human beings, too, and their, their emotions. We have... We hit roadblocks. We hit obstacles. And tough times and we have to dig down deep during those times so that we can rise above those problems and that's what I did and I'm standing tall today having gone through all that and I feel I feel good feel better and I'm glad as much as it was kind of painful for me guy who feels like he should be in control of so much that I steer things in the positive sense you know for myself and people in my life my family my friends, for my patients. I try to put points on the board, you know? And so, when it's not happening, when it's not, when you perceive failure in lieu of success, you know, it's it's crushing. It can be, it can be tough, but it's, it's important to experience those lows so that you can appreciate a, uh, a comparative high. So you can be the architect of your comparative high. Right? Like I always talk about, you only know a sunny day for the storm. Right? Having experienced some fucking rainy days. Haven't been out in the elements. Haven't been cold. Well, you appreciate the warmth. Now it's fall. People are going from air conditioning to heat. There's a million different analogies. But I think you understand what I'm talking about. It's the balance. It's the yin and the yang. This is the good this is the bad. This is the little bit of good within the bad. This is the little bit of bad within the good. This is life. Right? So that's that. Just me coming clean on an experience that I was having, whatever. I'm constantly looking, analyzing, staying close to my mind and experiences um, to try to make sure that that doesn't happen again. What is a precipitator of this sort of thing? What caused that? Well, I think overstimulation. I think that um, I was losing sleep. I think that I was a little frazzled from work. And I, you know, had a slow day at the office and felt like, you know, every day is slow. Sure enough, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Everything picked up, but the schedule on Monday had plummeted. There was like fucking nothing going on in the morning. It's like three patients or something. Like, what the fuck is going on, man? Has the world gone mad? Like, I'm here. Anybody need my help? So constantly trying to improve my the way I do my work and and you know, be the best I could possibly do. Next thing I want to talk about was this hurricane very interesting and it's terrible that this happened I, my sister lives in Naples, Florida her husband's a firefighter you know, they're in it right now he's digging out, doing rescues doing all, taking all kinds of calls their community and especially along the coast there I mean, Naples is coastal but these barrier islands are fucked, man uh, they're in trouble they're, they're gone Fort Myers, Beach, it's a mess. It's going to take months, years for this all this to come back. 
some of it may never come back, you know. Then you got the uh, whatever the other island there, Sanibel Island. I have a guy I went to high school with. His parents retired there, and uh, they barely made it out alive. They don't know if their house still stands. They don't all their any possessions that they might have had. It's all gone. Fifteen foot of fucking. storm surge so it's terrible we've all seen all this all over the news but what's interesting to me is if you put hurricane response next to the the mindset of it next to the COVID cooties for instance same shit you know you got people who they don't perceive a threat you got a hurricane you know, we know it's going this fast, now it's picked up its speed, and it's, you know, it's coming up this way, these are the potential routes based upon the prevailing winds and the pressure systems and whatever meteorological shit, this is where it's going to land, it's going to affect these areas, right? And they can predict pretty accurately, I mean, could you imagine the mindset of, you know, 100 years ago? 50 years ago when the predictions around uh, weather systems were so much less accurate 100 years ago you know people there's none of this stuff really not with the precision we have now so people would be oh well, it's not going to be oh yeah here's this hurricane coming oh yeah they drove a plane around they could see that it's coming we don't know where it's going to land so I'm not going to leave Nobody wants to leave. Nobody wants to stop living, working. Um, nobody wants to, you know, think that anything could bother them. Let's say you live in the Midwest. Uh, tornado, some of these, it's a little windy around here. The sky's getting dark over there. That used to be our primary means of predicting these things. Now, a little bit better. Storm chasers, weather, weathermen and women, meteorologists. I'd study these things. As the world gets warmer with climate change, we expect more energy into the system that these storms can can become more powerful and destructive. Hey, look at the COVID cooties. Hey, this is what we know about viruses. This is, you know, this is from our data in this other country. This is what we got. It's a new virus. We don't know where it came from. It might have come from this market. It seems to be a respiratory virus. People get it are very sick. It could kill you. Let's all wear masks. Let's all be very cautious. Hey, our numbers have risen. Now we've got this you know, terrible disease out there. It's in America now. There was you know, one, and now there's five. Now there's 500. Now there's 10,000 people are getting this. Uh, you guys got to be caught. These are the numbers. And still there would be folks like, fuck it. You know, I just... They can't, they don't, they refuse to be concerned. Now, I'm not saying this to, like, make fun of people who live along the coast. Because I grew up on the coast, and, you know, we had a few hurricanes. Nothing that was, like, terrible. You know, we were off for school a few times. We had some snowstorms. We had some hurricanes. But I lived in a community right on the bay. You know? 
I never saw it decimated. And Sandy came through, right? Fucked a lot of things up. So, now we've got more than a warning shot across our bow. We need to be wary of these things. You know? It's scary. I saw somebody on the news... woman saying, oh, now we know, you know, we're, we're, they say that you might need to evacuate, then you evacuate. There's a lot of people, especially folks in Florida, they just feel like, ah, fuck it, you know. It's almost like they're pirates. Anybody who lives, I talked about, you know, people living coastally before, it's almost like they're pirates. Because they just kind of play by their own rules. They're used to storms coming in and, you know, living there and the town still stands, you know. One final topic is this freaking, it's all over the news now, man. There were these characters out there in Cleveland. It was a, a, um, fuck, a fishing tournament. Right, these crazy looking fish. They're like a bass, but they're a little more aggressive. What are they called? Walleye. W-A-L-L-E-Y-E. These walleye. They go out there. I guess there's a lot of them. They're a predatory fish, so like an apex predator in these freshwater areas. So they go out in the lake and they fish these things. They have tournaments. They take the fish and they, I guess, they feed them to uh, food banks or something like that. They supply them to food banks. Any any fish caught, otherwise it would be catch and release, right? So they, because they're so abundant, which is rare these days, they catch these fish and they kill them and. They weigh them, and if you win the, the most the most fish uh, by pounds, by size, then you win the tournament. You win tens of thousands of dollars. Sponsorships, hey, you want to use my fishing rod, you want to use my boat, I'll put decals on your boat, I'll do this, that, and the other thing. I'll get you a jacket, get you some bait and tackle, all you need. So then you're sponsored. So these two freaking nip nitwits they won this tournament they won many other tournaments they caught these guys I'm sure you saw it on TV the fish when the guy when the the fishing contest organizer handled some of the fish that these people had he grabbed it and its belly was it was pretty hard in there far more he squeezed it and there was like something in there so he takes a freaking knife and he cut open the belly of the fish and all these weights friggin' dropped out. Like these things called egg weights. They're like oval, like egg-shaped lead weights. They had eight pounds of fish, or of, uh, of lead weights inside this fish. These fish, their catch, however many fish they caught, the biggest of their fish that won the contest, eight pounds. I'm thinking... What fucking terrible base values these people must have. Yeah, there's money, there's something to gain, you know, sponsorships, all that shit. But you got to be kidding me that you're really going to cheat. This is like, you know, fishermen already have bad reputation. Not a bad reputation, but like a <laughs> reputation of... Um, You know, 
the one that got away or the big lunker or how big is your fish? I was 20 pounds. I saw that fish that got away from me. All this shit, you know? Well, these fuckers lied and they called them on it right there on the stage of this fishing tournament. The guy was screaming at them. Uh, other contestants were calling them motherfuckers and cheaters and all this stuff. They were going to lynch them right then. They're going to kill these guys, I think. And if the contest organizer didn't, you know, tell everybody to calm down, so. That's what I got for, um, that's my little intel, some stuff that I wanted to share with you that was cut off by my podcast. That's all. Enjoy. Huh!